How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Because the Internet Podcast. It is February 1st, 2022. Cannot believe it's already February. Um, we are in the end of the conference championship games at AFC NFC. We have a bunch of news. We're not even going to talk about the AFC and NFC championship game because, again, we have two weeks to the Super Bowl. So we'll really cover that next week. We're going to cover a lot of like the NFL movements next week um, because two stories, one main story, one side story have come out today that have completely derailed any plans we had for any other type of podcast topics um, for here. So without further ado, though, before we get to that, Steve, how are you doing? Uh, it's been a day, Rob. It's been uh, it's, it's been one of those, you know, it definitely confirms uh, I'm not a reality TV guy. I know you're a uh, big, you know, bachelor guy, but um, I sports, man, just the best reality show, I think, you know, on the planet. I know, um, you know, there are some other popular ones, but, you know, it's just it, it is a soap opera. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we saw that today in a couple of different different examples. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to. It's one of the, the great parts about the show is it serves like a, a weekly therapy hour for me where I can just sort of unload some things off my chest and, um, you know, move on with my week. So it's very therapeutic. So looking forward to that today. Yep. And obviously the, the you know, one of the big stories, which we'll, we're going to cover the sec- like the second part of the podcast and the main, the majority is Tom Brady officially announcing he's retired. Adam Schefter, happiest guy in, on the planet now that he didn't do a spite year um, just, just for Adam Schefter. But um, that would have been amazing. Um, but it would have been funny retirement. if like Schefter just would have had to like caddy his bags like the entire like season. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, even his, even Schefter's tweet like about it was just funny. It was just very like matter of the fact and short being like it's official now or whatever that he's retired. But um, we'll obviously get into that because there was, you know, other contexts that have, that have happened with the retirement and how it went down. So mm-hmm. we want to, re- you know, being Boston guys and, yeah, it was and everything. And, and as some of the tweets, we'll get, uh, we'll get into it. But before there was another story who, which broke like, you know, two, three o'clock. Um, I think it yeah. fish came out. I saw it um, through funny texts with Bill Belichick. Um, but funny that it's, you know, there's a little time to the Patriots too, as we're going to talk about grading a little bit, but it is Brian Flores suing the giants, the NFL. And I don't think the dolphins, but maybe the dolphins, because there's a dolphins piece to it. Um, over and the, uh, the Broncos as well. The Broncos are yes. involved in that. Yep. I think they were the same kind of similar to the giants, except for the giants have the added pressure of the bill Belichick text, but we'll, we'll break it all down. Um, he's suing them over um, racist actions in the coaching process. Obviously Brian Flores, the, old ex Miami Dolphins coach um, was fired this year, which a lot of people were even just questioning at the time anyways, because the Dolphins relatively successful um, the last yeah. two years, three years um, kind of building something there. And, and it kind of seemed like a weird firing, especially when, you know, two is not like it hasn't helped him out, but yeah, there, there was a ton of like uh, reaction to his firing. I remember at the time, like I was like very, um, it just didn't make any sense to me. Like yeah. you know, sort of like trying to build, a culture there um especially I remember, with like, like the other firings that happened that felt like that like the coaches had like the longest leash of all time with like matt nagy and yes. um, joe judge like the, right. they, those felt like a year late like flores mm-hmm. felt like it was way too early um so there's that right. on top of it so like that so people already questioning the firing and there was seven teams i think that were looking for a head coach with sean payton retiring yeah um there's about seven teams looking for a coach and then three of them had been filled and you still hadn't heard like anything about flores mm-hmm. um and then I guess we'll start with the Bill Belichick's text because that's one funny, two kind of close to home um, with Bill being involved. And then also kind of where some of the Rooney rule and racism kind of kind of stems from. 
right because i i don't know if you said it but i i might have missed it but he's basically you said he's suing him over like racist hiring practices so basically he's mm-hmm. he's suing the league and, and these teams over um basically not taking seriously or violating um the runary rule which mandates now that uh, teams have to at least interview a certain number of minority candidates and, and actually take serious those interviews which as you uh you know as rob's gonna read here like um clearly you know not the case in a couple of examples so yeah we'll start with the bill Belichick text like i said because it's a little bit more lighthearted because of you know just bill and who he is and, and this was the first thing i saw yes and it was it was a first piece I, I saw like the people talk about bill mm-hmm. text i was like what, what did bill text i assumed it was about brady because that news yeah. had already broken um but yeah so bill this is bill texting brian brian flores he said, sounds like you have landed. Congrats. And then Brian Flores, like, did you hear something I didn't? And then Bill, this is the biggest surprise for me of the text. He said, Giants, question mark, exclamation point, like back and forth, like with a bunch of question marks, exclamation point, which I would not have expected Bill to use. And then Flores replies with, I, I don't, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot. Um, and then Bill was like, I hear from Buffalo and, and the Giants that, that you're a guy, which is, I think maybe been a tip off right there. Like, why is Buffalo even in that text? Yeah. Um, hope it works out for you. And then Flora's like, yeah, it's definitely what I want. And then Flores comes back with coach. Are you talking, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure. <laughs> like that's both just a funny way the, to word it. Right. And both of which for the context, both of these guys are former Patriots coaches. Yes. Uh, Name Brian, who were both up for the Giants job or who, uh, yeah. but you know, Dable was, has been in the like news even last year, I think um, just mm-hmm. the, what he's done with the Buffalo offense. Um, and then Bill replies, sorry, I fucked up. I double checked and I misread the text. I think they're naming Dable. I'm sorry about that. BB. And then Flores just hits the thanks, Bill. Oh, the <laughs> but thanks, he's been calling him coach all the time. <laughs> the thanks, Bill, just kills me. It's so oh, bad. Oh my God, it, it, it hits like a shot to the heart. Like, yeah. Uh, so these came out because they're part, they're being used as evidence in the case, which makes sense because Bill, Bill Belichick had already heard that from the Giants that. Um, or Buffalo, whichever one, probably the Giants, like, you know, Bill's got history there, um, that they were going to hire Dable, but and this Flores was three had, days before, this, yeah, this is, the, this yeah, is three days before Flores was supposed to, to interview. So like, yeah, he so has, he hadn't he even interviewed yet. And that part of, like I said, the Rooney rule has to be like legit interviews. Like mm-hmm. it's not a legit interview if you have your candidate hired before the interview even comes out. So the, the, the text spawned from like wondering how the text got out there and they have, they're used as evidence, which is funny just like in general, because it's just a very funny, like old man mistake, like the text, like the wrong guy. Like I feel like any, any of our grandparents, you, you would see this happening. Any of my, my parents, like, parents even. Yeah. Too. Like, and then add Belichick being 70, like to it, like I said, the funny part with using the exclamation mark and question marks is very funny. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that's, that's that, that's where the giants are getting sued because it's not, they hired Dable essentially without even considering other options. Right. Um, Embarrassing for Belichick, but he like didn't necessarily like do anything wrong per yeah, se. Yeah, if anything, he kind of it gives legit proof to exposing it, which is kind of you know not what he intended, but in a way is super helpful. Maybe for Flores come out as like the white knight here, like whole, <laughs> like you know he's trying to expose like the racism in the NFL. Um, Just another target on Bill's back from the NFL. Um, right. Yeah, I know that's the last dagger. So yeah, that was that piece, and that's kind of Giants piece. Um, that's one of the big piece, like. One yes. of the big yeah. yeah, and the other half of the hiring process one um, was the interview with the Broncos, which 
was actually not from this year, so it's a little different. But because the Broncos were also had a yes, yeah, 2019 when they hired um, Vangio. Um, basically, they Flores was claiming that it was a sham interview, um, similar to this one, obviously. So he was scheduled to interview with them. John Elway showed and CEO Joe Ellis showed up late, an hour late to the interview. First off, and he said it looks like they were like basically drinking all night mm-hmm. and like just woke up and showed up to the interview. In Providence, um, RI, shout out. There you go. That's right. Um, oh yeah, because they would have been. This would have been when you were still the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. Or was he? Yep. Yeah. Um, and basically, the Broncos never considered him a legitimate uh, candidate. All right, the showing up drunk thing, not a. Uh... Yeah, not even if it's not drunk, it's like like I said, disheveled, like not ready to conduct an interview, essentially, mm-hmm. um, or not are not taking an interview seriously. So that's like the Broncos piece, not this year's Broncos, which I'm like I'm guessing Flores after that probably didn't even try to interview for this the Broncos job this time around. I'd imagine he would have yeah, saved know, himself the time. Although I know Elway is sort of like out of like the picture there mm-hmm. now, um, or like and like we said, they're being sold. Yeah, he's still there, but he's in like a different like position. But um, yeah, so that's obviously another big one. Like Elway, he's a guy that has a lot of like credibility in the league, obviously because of his time as like a quarterback. And then, um, you know, he's he's been you know, semi-successful, I guess, as like a front office person. Um, but yeah, that's obviously, you know, a, a pretty, pretty poor look. Yeah. And then the third piece is the Dolphins, which it's uh, so it's all included in this allegation i don't know the connection to the racism piece with this one um but a story that's crazy nevertheless and and, and makes sense to be included in this just from stuff he's gone mm-hmm. over in the past since 2019 um but basically at the end of the 2019 season so i think his first season with the dolphins um the owner um i, I don't forget his name it's it's mr ross steven, steven it's, ross, it's steven ross i couldn't remember which uh yeah. first name but mr ross began to pressure flores to recruit a prominent quarterback um in violation of league tampering rules so like basically before the season was even over um mm-hmm. or or whenever that that opens up um and, and flores like declined doing that because he just didn't want to you know get in trouble for tampering because it's again it's more on him as the coach if he's tampering it's never going to get to the owner mm-hmm. um and then that winter um of 2020 so i believe it was probably you know season ends in february or whatever so that winter coming up uh he invited flores onto a yacht for lunch and when he arrived the prominent quarterback was conveniently also arriving at the marina at the same time um and clearly was set up to meet so the two the quarterback would meet the coach and then the coach then probably sign off on a trade or, or something like that um and then flores left the meeting and left the yacht immediately and then basically said that since since that moment he's been treated like in, in unfairly and um yeah so i think that's where work. like i think that's where it's not like this one doesn't let this one doesn't factor in like per hiring process per se yeah but he's essentially saying because he didn't go along with like breaking the league rules like he was then punished by like the nfl and, yes. and like, their their ownership so yeah um which obviously i mean like if this is true, like it's sort of a good look for, um, you know, I, I don't know if at the end of the day, like any of this, like it, it's sort of like it's, 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 it's going to be hard to come out completely clean. Like, you know, people are going to like, even people who are like 100% on his side, like are going to look at it like a little weird by the fact it's like, well, like you can't have like a private conversation with this person without it, mm-hmm. like, you know, going out yeah, there. We, we talked about like the, he still has interviews with the saints and then one of the other teams that's still up for hire. And it was just like the, it's like putting, it's even if they like him as a person or whatever, and they're not even afraid of the stuff, it just puts like this weird, awkward pressure mm-hmm. on them, just the timing of all this. 
Um, yeah, and the one thing we did forget about the, the Dolphins was the owner offered him $100,000 for each game yes, he lost yeah. um, mm-hmm. to try to tr- tank. I, I missed that piece. Too, so that, that was, I think this was pre the quarterback meeting on the boat. Um, yeah, so this was, um, it says, um, basically he's, he's alleging that his um, firing from the Dolphins is due to uh, poor collaboration mm-hmm. um, with his ownership. Um, it says, uh, or that's what the Dolphins said, but he's saying that in reality, it was the refusing to, uh, tamper. Um, and it, and says, um, in reality, the writing had been on the wall since Mr. Flores, first season as head coach of the Dolphins, when he refused his owner's directive to tank for the first pick in the draft during the 2019 season, Miami's owner, Stephen Ross told Mr. Flores that he would pay him $100,000 for every loss and the team's general manager, Chris Greer, who I believe it has a Patriots connection, um, told Mr. Flores that Steve was mad that Mr. Flores' success in winning games that year was compromising the team's draft position. Um, was that the year that they drafted Tua? Um, let me see. I can't remember. That would have been the 2020. Draft. That would have been the 2020. It would have been the 2020 uh, draft. I, was gonna, I want to look at their, their record too that year. 2020 NFL draft. and then That was the year they won. They ended up ringing off like five – wins in a row at the end of that the was the one they beat the patriots last game yes. of the season right yeah to, yeah they to, played hard that, at was, the end a, of the that year. was the the miami miracle yes exactly yeah they played hard um and even yeah. i i i saw some people today saying you know they that, went five you know, and eleven that year so yeah i think i will look, look at their if you look at their record like does it show their um like game by game because i'm pretty sure they went on like a winning streak to end the season um games here we go that's preseason so yeah, they beat the Patriots thirty. So they lost the Titans the game before the Patriots. They got wrecked, but then they beat the Saints, Dolphins, Giants, Panthers, Jets, Ravens, Texans. Yeah, so they won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight. Lost the Titans and then beat the Patriots. So basically, eight of their last nine, they won. Yeah, um, which doesn't make sense. Wait, that doesn't seem like the right season. I don't know. No, I. I it, that was, you, that's this year. So that was this year. I was like, that, that does. They only won five games, but it won't let me. Yeah. Um, it's weird because it shows their um, record, but when I go to games, it only shows this season. So I can't the Google, you know, it's the Google records. But they did um, select to a fifth overall that year, which yeah. you know, not not to uh, promote tanking, but Joe Burrow did go number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this GM knew what he was knew what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's obviously those are the two examples as to again not necessarily correlated to like the hiring process but have to do with just like reason that he was punished. Um, yeah. Again, like we talked, we started off the pod by saying like, it was a uh, weird timing fire. Like no, like, usually when there's a fire in the NFL, it's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. And that one was kind of a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, um, you know, again, we talked about like with the quarterback situation, like, you know, he Tua had not really had like a fully healthy season yet. And it's usually like, um, I don't know. I just sort of felt like, and maybe it's because I'm higher on Flores because of his time here in new England. But like, I just felt like in that situation, it would have been, you give the quarterback one more season and then, and then decide like, and then, you know, try and figure it out. But, um, and before we move on to um, the player that he was allegedly like meeting with or, or, you know, set up. Yes. To I kind of glossed over that. Cause um, was originally, it was rumored that it was, um, uh, Deshaun Watson, who like yeah. um, this is this would have been pre, um, 
massage therapist to Sean Watson too, right? 2019. Yeah. Because I think he played the 2020 season. He just missed the 21 season, 22 season. Yes. Um, I think. I think that that story like might've been like about to like come out. Um, Yeah. So, or it was in the early stages where it was like <clears throat> people thought he was still going to like play. Basically. Yeah, I don't think it was like that, that down the line. But because of that, and because of Miami's interest in Deshaun Watson, like people immediately like put because again he doesn't name the player; he just says prominent quarterback. And I yeah. think you know a lot of people thought like Deshaun Watson because that was what was talked about. But um, several reporters confirmed with like league officials that said. NFL quarterback was Tom Brady, which like <laughs> I just find fucking so funny. The odds um, of it coming out today too, like oh my god, it's just so perfect that it's like you know Brady showing up on the like he it's like um in like a Bond villain like you know taking the yacht to I, another. I yacht. literally was picturing him like just like sitting on a chair with like a martini glass like on a yacht yes. with like in a yes. black suit. Um, right, and it's just like you know there. You got the former Belichick coach and the former Belichick quarterback being like, you want to like current Belichick quarterback at the time. Well, yeah, it's true. I mean, he's technically under. Yeah. Which again, it's another thing too. Like, which I'm sure uh, my guess is that like he, you know, by that time he probably got like craft's blessing to go look elsewhere. Yeah. Cause that would have been in the off season of that season. Yes. That was after likely after we were eliminated from the the Titans. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I just find that part of the story hilarious, but yeah, overall, I mean, I see a lot of people who like report and cover sports and in the NFL saying like, if this is true, if these things are true, if these text messages are, are true, which again, I don't, I can't think that they're fake um, that like this could have like drastic impacts on the NFL and like just how they um, like do things moving forward. Like, you know, when it comes to their, equity and inclusivity of like, you know, you, you have a, um, a league with, you know, all white owners, um, you know, majority white front offices. And I think like 30, I don't, I don't know because I haven't been following like so many of like the new coaching hires yet, but I think like 30 out of the 32 coaches in the league are, are white. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've put in some of these practices, which haven't really been, you know, they, they've seemed more like, surface level performative like boxes to check rather than like actual um impactful changes to you know when you got a you know 60 plus percent of the league is black too it's like it's just it's not a great look um for the nfl and if they've been putting in changes and sort of like self-policing themselves and it clearly isn't working um you know i could really people are suspecting that this could like lead to some like pretty big um, changes. I think the, the Rudy rule's already been pretty under like contention anyways in the league like because it's not like the idea of it but more the execution of it already like mm-hmm. it's already kind of had like a pretty bad past um, well because at first it was just like you have to like look um, and, and now it's like the current iteration of it is you have to interview at least two um, from like outside of your organization and, and they've 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 built up some things to like reward like teams for for hiring diverse candidates but um but, but I mean, there's a funny yeah there's a the funny thing i saw it was like the text message like the, the text message from a 70 year old man um is causing like the downfall of like or like the is like shedding light on or a 70 year old white man is shedding light on like the racism problems in the nfl and it was like something like the nfl is like a decisions that are paper thin or something like that like you know how they've been trying to push like the end racism and all that stuff yes yeah. it was just like the nfl's contribution to like black like 
history or something like that is paper thin if a seven-year-old white man's text messages are are cut the end, causing like the right. downfall of and it's not like and it's not john gruden yeah uh that's that's causing it but uh yeah i mean listen i'm 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 a total believer in that like i mean i think i've, I've thought that for a long time that they're you know whole social justice push was you know bullshit and very performative and yeah um i like the you know, this, suing white people for racism is an immaculate start to black history month i did see that <laughs> as i did see that as as well i also saw too and, and this is sort of like a segue into the brady thing as i saw like um you know i saw someone be like brady letting it be known like by retiring on um uh, the first day of black history, black history month like just that he i did <laughs> He gets invited to the cookout. So, um, so yeah, a massive story that, I mean, you said before the podcast that like you could see this, like, because these lawsuits take so long, especially like, because you have the league, you have so many of these teams involved that like, this could be something that goes on for like a year plus. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and then there's, you know, as you said earlier, like um, Flores is interviewing for a couple of jobs. So um, is he, you know, what are those interviews like? And is he going to, you know, pursue those or is he going to pursue this thing, um, you know, against the league? Like Mike, Michael Thomas, um, you know, popped up from wherever he's been <laughs> and uh, said like he thinks you see a lot of players sort of saying like that they think players and reporters saying like that they think this is going to like change like the league. So yeah. um, it seems to like the reaction to it has seems seems to have been like pretty like seismic. Um, but if you then like take an NFL coaching job, like, do you have to drop your lawsuit and then like not pursue it anymore like that? Or do you just sort of leave it up to the NFL to like take care of themselves, which we all know like how that usually goes. So, yeah. And, and like you said, there we'll talk about some of the coaching hirings because three spots have been filled of the seven or eight. I can't remember now. Cause I think it's either four or five that are open still. Um, mm-hmm. assuming that no, nothing else changes from now on. Um, we'll be talking about those next week and hopefully we'll see there's, there's a lot of interviews. I know like, someone just announced today that they interviewed the giants like assistant head coach um i think it was the Vi- the vikings had him and then harbaugh is on his way to to minnesota tonight I or tomorrow to inter- i think he's interviewing tomorrow and he thinks like he's gonna get it basically like he, he feels like he's good like gonna get it so will be the new face of the nfc north after rogers leaves yeah it's good timing on him i wonder <laughs> you know waiting it's, um that especially with a pretty good young team too um but yeah so we'll have, we'll have all the breakdowns of you know, where the coaches are going next week with some of the Super Bowl talk. Um, but I think, you know, it's time to get into it. It is Brady retirement day. Um, the reason it's, you know, even probably bigger news, like we would obviously be talking about it anyways, um, but bigger news because Brady put out a very quite long, you know, either tweet thread or Instagram thread, a uh, bunch of pictures. 974 words. Yeah. Depending on how much you, uh, or depending on where you get your information from, but like, uh thanking essentially every single person that's ever like come in contact with him in his NFL career minus anyone who is involved with the Patriots um but thanking you know all the Bucks fans the Bucks organization saying like this is his time to like leave thanking his family um you know even Bruce Arians got one which is crazy seven, <laughs> considering how seven, that ended well yeah I mean uh they were I I was believing reports that like he was trying to get Belich- uh he that he was i see Freudian slip uh he was trying to get arians fired like that he he wanted like mm-hmm. he wanted to stay um but you know would come back if if uh, arians wasn't there so that was and this all started friday too They're like this is sort of like a messy um like 
uh, Brady's season ended, said he was going to take the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I could have imagined him like taking a month. Like Arians said, like publicly, like Brady can take as long as he as he wants. Like he likely would have taken into like the new league year. Um, and then Schefter and Jeff Darling. He was under contract, so. Yes, he's still. It wasn't like yeah. it was like one of like some the, towards the end of the Patriots wing where it's like the contracts like wait to be signed like to extend them or whatever. Yes. Yeah, at that um, point he was like a legit like free agent. Um, but yeah, yeah this, and, time, and, this time around he had already signed that extension. Uh, so that's like sort of the pre-context of this is that like Schefter and and Darlington le- uh, announced on Friday that Brady's uh, going to retire, um, and then there's this like massive pushback. You got like the you know the TB12 like sports brand is tweeting like you know thanks for an amazing 22 years, and they delete it. The father comes out like um, Brady's pissed because like he hasn't talked to the the Bucks yet or supposedly to him like he hasn't made a decision um a, a good theory that i've heard out there i don't know if you've seen it is that um, um and i know like part of my take has talked about this like a, a little bit um but the the man in the arena which i have not watched i've been waiting until they're all like mm-hmm, done before i like resubscribe to espn plus but um the final one was supposed to come out i believe like before last week's game and it was uh like postponed like without any like comment on it um really uh gotham chopra who's brady's like um you know creative like director that he works with said that um we had to put we we pushed it back um but we will be like releasing it um and so i've heard that i've seen some rumors or some conspiracies that like could Brady have like filmed basically the final episode as like a retirement episode? Um, someone yep. at ESPN sees it and like tips it off to Schefter who then like announces the news, but either way yeah. it was out there. It sort of made this a little messier than it was, but it gave a lot of people, you know, basically for the past four days, it's either been people have thought he's going to retire or you have a lot of like, you know, either Patriots or Bucks fans, like, you know, or Tom Brady fans, like just hoping for him to, you know, spite Adam Schefter and, and come back and play. And, and then that brings us to today. Yes. Yes. So then, you know, he announced it today. Um, also quotes have come out, like being like, he was sitting there on Saturday, like what, like this was supposed to be like my decision or whatever, basically like he was sitting mm-hmm. there relaxing, like taking the time. Um, he's, he's been out of the country. Um, he's, yeah. been, he's been out of the country for the, for basically since like middle of last week. Um, yeah. So clearly disrupting his vacation, but yeah, we got a, uh, um i think i i i was up this morning on the phone with fidelity and uh saw the espn notification come across and i was just like all right like you know this must be like official official now because i wasn't like believing Schefter's report i i assume that they, he might end up especially with how brady. online brady's been yeah. like of the past like three four years like you know he would have announced, had like a, a video or something to announce it and just like with how calculated post. he he is like mm-hmm. i i just figured like he um, not that he would have loved a retirement tour, but like, he's just, you know, he's a, he has a great marketing team around him. And, and, you know, I, I definitely thought it would have been a lot cleaner. Yeah. Um, so that seemed to have been botched, but yeah, we got a, uh, you know, by now, if you're listening to this, like you've seen the post, like it's, um, Brady in a Bucks Jersey at playing at the Patriots in week four, um, as like the, the thumbnail. And then it's nine slides of uh you know pretty much uh you know he said he doesn't have the um 
you know, the, what was the word, uh, the verbiage, he, uh, competitive commitment anymore, uh, which again, I still find like hard to believe. Um, it is very interesting. Cause like the whole thing has always been, I'll retire when I can't play like at the level I want to anymore. One of the best well. like years he's had and probably mm-hmm. the best quarterback of this year. Yeah. Um, even, and again, like I've seen other, like I've seen people, um, just like, again, piercing through because at no point in this, um, like it's, it's sort of a common saying like in professional sports, because we've seen it happen so many times. It's like, until you see like the press conference, like don't believe that the person's retired Mm -hmm. and like in here, like he, he actually like never says the word retire. Um, which is like interesting. And even like he says, like, and right now it's time to focus my time and energy on things that require my attention. So it's like there, there's a bit of like, you know, if you're, if you're hoping for him to come back, there's like a a little like wiggle room and just some of the, the verbiage, but yeah, it sort of seems like he's gotten bored waiting for himself to suck. And that's sort of what Giselle's getting in his ear and more and more each year. Yeah, which that's family. always that that's been a thing since you know the last halfway uh, through his career, <laughs> right? Like you know, you always heard that. Um, you know, that was the big thing. Tom versus time um, was like to talk about his family. He, he mentioned his family a lot more, like after the loss against the Rams. And um, I, I was shocked because I thought he was going to run it back. I mean, he's always said that he was going to play till forty-five. I always took him to his word on mm-hmm. that. Um, and but I, I just think sort of like looking at the Bucks roster, his relationship with Bruce Arians not maybe going as well as he thought it would, because um, I have heard uh, during his time there that like he had a newfound like appreciation for the way things were run in New England um, with just like how unorganized things were mm-hmm. in Tampa. Like those are some like behind the scenes things that I have heard, but yeah. And that's probably uh, why, you know, he didn't announce it right away too, is like, he probably had maybe that little hope that like it, he could do like the Tampa be like me or Arians, like sort of situation. Like, that's what I thought. And, and who knows what like that they bring in Flores or probably not you know, stuff that's come out or, or, you know, they Byron left, which has been like that fancy name because he's just an offensive guy. Like you just promote yeah. him. Cause he's already boys with Brady, like, and then Brady runs it back. And like, you know, they, they had the, the cap room to not really change much. And I don't think coming up, but you you had mentioned Giselle. Um, you know, I, I didn't think that Brady had the stomach to uh move elsewhere, like and do sort of like the lone gun. Yeah, like, I know people were saying like, like maybe like if he doesn't like Arians, I, I never it was bucks or nothing like nothing. Yeah, like I again plenty me, of at decent, least plenty of decent landing spots. Like he could mm-hmm. have gone to like you know, Tennessee for Ryan Tannehill. Could he go to San Francisco if like they're done with Garoppolo and they want to give Trey Lance like another year to develop? Yeah, because that's a good one. It's like a um, hard one year, basically. Could he go? And that's you know, his team. McDaniel's is now in Oakland. Could he, you know, go there for a season, like and sort of like be the face of this new like? Those are teams too that were on the list, like the short list when he was looking last, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a couple years ago. Um, but basically, the the statement, you know, and, and as you, as I think the way you put it too is like probably wouldn't be have attracted so much attention, especially because of like really a lot of the outpouring of like love and, you know, affection came on Friday when like Schefter reported the retirement Mm -hmm. and sort of every other news outlet ran with it. Um, That this like, you know, notes app um, statement 
wouldn't have probably attracted a ton of attention. It's like, all right, like, you know, Brady probably got out ahead of Brady before he wanted it to, but here's his official post. But um, absolutely no mention of the Patriots, New England, Tom Brady. I mean, uh, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, mm-hmm. um, you know, the city of Boston, anything like that, um, which I would say um, the fan base is pretty split on. Um, I would I, I would say just from a day of listening to, uh, what was it, eight hours of sports talk radio, um, I would say there are probably more fans that are pissed off than not. Um, but there are certainly a lot of fans that, you know, probably agree with maybe like your stance or I've had other people say like, you know, well, he left two years ago and broke up with you. Like, you know, he, he put out a statement like, you know, that, that sort of like when people, um, you you know, should have gotten over it and like you, you got what you, you know, wanted a couple of years ago, but, um, yeah, I guess it's not my stance. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I did see that one going around, which I didn't agree with either what's so what's your overall takeaway on how you feel about this statement itself like separate from like how everyone else has reacted Mm -hmm. and then how you think like what you what your takeaway is of like the overall like reaction of of this today yeah this i think i i don't know if i said this right at the beginning or before we even started recording but like sometimes i wish we could just like didn't have jobs we could just hop on the pod right away because i think the takes would have been spicier um at i mean i i i might have at, said rob i rob i might have said something that i like would have regretted like, yes you would have been like you would have been pressed right now when press is like yes, trying to I, run was, back. Um, I was fucking hot this morning so, so yeah uh, yeah so this podcast didn't this podcast didn't even have almost happen rob because i was like i was legitimately like if you can't come up with a better take than that it's like then what are we why are we recording tonight? yeah like, that so was like and I, I, I was, I was pissed. Like I said, like my first thought was like, I feel so vindicated because like I was on the Patriots fan base side that I wasn't rooting for him as a buck. Like, right. again, I have different interests because of my Rams like background, like being like a, like a semi fan, I'll say semi fan. Cause I hate like trying to like claim fandom of something I don't like, you know, live and die by. Um, yeah. You follow but, another, you've, you've for a long time followed another team. That's not the beat. Yes, and and that has like a that the last couple of years have been good enough to kind of put up a fight against you know a Tom Brady Bucks team. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So like for me, like I was never rooting for him. Like I I've never been like that too. With it. like I always wish him the best, like players. But like if they're not on my team, I don't care too much. Mm-hmm. So it's always been kind of my thing across the board. And you've also loved you, Drew Brees is like your favorite quarterback and or favorite NFL player. And, yes. And, yeah. I never and, felt like other than he like, went straight to like, his division. So. Yeah. He yeah. Well, ever, outside the fact that Brady went everything and like you know changed like a the, made a dynasty. It's like. Mm-hmm. I always found him pretty boring um, in general, just like, and like, like I said, like se- seven years ago or whatever, whatever, whatever it was eight years ago, my parents were like, what jersey do you want from the NFL? Cause they were going to get me one for Christmas. And I was like, Drew Brees over and uh, that's without Brady and all this stuff. So, you know, yeah. I, I, I maybe come into it with a different view from most Patriots fans. I think uh, majority were like rooting for Brady second, like automatically if the Patriots weren't going to win a Super Bowl. So like, I was already kind of coming in a different angle, like, Mm-hmm. My first thought today when I saw it was like, he clearly doesn't care about us. So like, well, I'm so happy I didn't care about him. Like after like he leaves, like obviously when he was here, he did. But um, so that was my first take. But then, like I said, it's been 10, 12 hours almost. It's almost coming up on 12 mm-hmm. hours. And you've seen like um, the Patriots put out a thing and he retweeted that, which, you know, was like half ass like sort of thing. Like I, I still think that like the 
him you saw the retweet post or the instagram post of the like he's saying like thank you patriots nation and all that stuff but then like scrolling through the slides and like seeing like ex-patriot players you know people that were just even fans like i said like the brady four and all that stuff i feels like either it was somehow miscited or something like that when he posted it in that like didn't include that or he also thought like we did that like already like why do i have to include that because like i the funniest thing i saw was someone's like we didn't include michigan football either <laughs> which i thought was you know a pretty funny take um as uh, and as well but i don't know like i said i was as heated as you could be or not even heated because i was like more of like a like in your face to the people that were box fans for two years yeah um because it, it just like that nothing pissed me off more than people that like took on the bucks as like an identity Mm-hmm. um being from like boston or something like that um so i felt like happy about that but then like piss i was like why like it's not even hard like one of the slides could have been like with the buck patriots like thanking like random ass people in there too like if it was just like quickly like bucks family here's what i'm working on now like three mm-hmm. slides then maybe it's like you get away with it but i don't know i know you you have thoughts on a two side hear those as well that now that it's 12 hours later um yeah not not things that you might have taken back um no and i i i appreciate your take on it like that's better than like you know i don't really care which like you know some some people are just like slaves to the box score and like that's like you know all they really care about is like he he won us you know six championships and like that's like all like all that stuff's in the past like you know we have a new quarterback now we're sort of like moved on all that um but yeah i mean i i um brady brady is like in my opinion like the most calculated athlete when it comes to marketing and pr that like we've seen in our lifetime i think he's more calculated than like jordan because again, like, I think Jordan's at the point now where like, he's not in control of like, you know, really like what his brand does on a day to day. Um, but like, I really feel like Brady was the the lead and sort of like took, took this like, you know, PR, we talked about the Tom versus time, the videos that he posts before games, like, like he sort of became a one man um, marketing team in the final, like, eight years of his career um and so i i like when you use the word like oversight like i think that there's like a zero percent chance Mm -hmm. that this is an oversight like i think brady's way too smart for and even not him like the amount of work that goes into the social team the team like like for this statement to be crafted and no one you know people around him forget to ask like oh you know we didn't like mention like the 20 years you spent in new england here like that the chance of that happening doesn't exist in my in my head um for for there for him to for him to um like and i've heard the argument that uh you know well this is a retirement from the bucks like he broke up with you two years ago he put out a statement that largely again if you read the statement on instagram like doesn't mention the fans at all um it just mentions the uh people that basically like worked with him on the football field um you know he seven seven paragraphs about uh bruce arians the bucks coaches uh the city of tampa the staffers you know he thanks you know everyone from the janitor to you know the the owner um 
And like, this is his, this statement is his retirement from like, this is his farewell, like last chapter of his NFL career. Like this, it's, it's like this and then the hall of fame, like retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this, in my opinion, is a reflection on his, like, this is his last statement, you know, the, the ink running out on his NFL playing career. And he purposely leaves out the Patriots, Belichick, who we coached, you know, who we worked with for 20 years, Kraft and the fans of New England. Um, now, I've long been a believer that, um, you know, I've, I've believed the reports, which, again, like pretty much to this point, like are all sort of like historical fact now that Brady and Belichick are not on good terms. They have a mutual like respect for each other as competitors. But, um, you know, it's it's really Belichick's reason that Brady did not finish his career in New England. Um, and and that's the reason that he's not there. Um, and so if he has a problem with Belichick, like that's sort of fine to not acknowledge him, maybe. But but they've always put on this public persona that like public officials do where they just sort of like, you know, they're able to smile through it and and, you know, just sort of uh, fake it until you make it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, sitting next to each other at the NFL 100, like stroking each other's egos and, and kissing each other's asses about like, you know, how great the, one another is like. And you uh, even saying like the fact that, you know, either whether it was direct from mouth or sources, like that he, you know, has rethought like the, the, the regime at in New England since being with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of organizations like that whether he maybe didn't agree at the time because it was either direct negative impact on him but seeing right now his maybe first, have a clear head and seeing of, like well it could have been way worse his first taste of the grass like realized that it wasn't like necessarily always greener yeah. um and that's obviously a large part due to like belichick and the environments there um so like i that's the part that like i take such like personal offense to is it's like well well we we supported this guy for for 20 years and some people 22 and um you know it's it's one of those things where like without without our cuz cuz i saw a lot of like reporters sort of like um like even getting in beefs today with each other like new england reporters being like well like if there was a reporter that was like talking about like how this was a bad look, like you would have other reporters saying to him, uh, saying to, to that reporter being like, well, like you should be grateful for Brady and like what Mm -hmm. he did for your career and things like that. And like, you know, you wouldn't have the following or the success you have right now without it. And like that could just as easily be flipped the other way around. Like, like these sports as an as an industry is the is is what it is because of the fans and and because of like the people that follow like if um if sports had no rooting interest then it wouldn't be you know the most dominant industry in the world and these you know nobody would give two shits about these athletes Mm -hmm. like you know you, you they would be you know kids in the you know in the park playing you know football at just an extremely high level that no one would care about yeah um so and like, for him, yeah it's the, like uh, on top of that too like the nfl is the sometimes hardest to recognize the person because they're wearing helmets and and gear and stuff like that and and covering being a reporter and covering maybe their personal life or 
or funny quotes and stuff like that open them like how how many players are probably more liked even if they're not as talented because they right. give better press conferences like um, like even Matt Judon this year like how much was he covered like just because being good in press conferences and stuff like that so it's like right the fans, you can the ma- fans like, careers can be made by being like funnier or or more personable right um, and just as much as they can be made they can be tarnished like if you're a douchebag like and and you you know treat your city and your fan base is like shitty then it's like then you're not going to get any like benefit of the doubt or love from your team we see it from athletes like all the time yeah. um comparing and, uh, even comparing coaches like in the last like we were making fun of the matt nagy quotes of the wise and all that stuff first yeah. i don't know if you saw the brian dables like interview like starting head coach interview with the giants was going viral yeah. either yesterday or today because he was he was being like pretty funny with the reporters and calling him out for different things and just like mm-hmm. being personable and like i feel like the giants like already are like buying into like everything he wants yeah of, well, such, and such even like, like if, you're, if you're talking about like players too like you know um you know think of the players think of the players in boston like we just saw we just talked about last week like david ortiz retiring mm-hmm. like he he's like a you know he's from the dominican like you know he he doesn't look like most people around here, you know, just because of like the nature of the demographics and things like that. He's a Bostonian for life. Like he's mm-hmm. a new Englander for life. Um, and like, I couldn't imagine him during his hall of fame, you know, induction speech the other night or anything like that. Like not, and granted, you know, he, he played with two teams. Obviously he didn't go to another team at the end of his career and win a world series, but like, I just couldn't imagine him like he even thanked like Minnesota, a team that cut him like back in the when he, day. And it was like pre him being good or anything like that. Like, right, right. It like, wasn't like, like he, halfway through his career or something. They like, basically gave up on him on his career and it had to be like resuscitated in Boston. So like even he thanked the teams, even mm-hmm. Peyton Manning thanked the Patriots in his Yeah, he, th- he thanked like all he like specifically pointed out players he played against. And then every organization he was involved in. And it was his was Peyton's like a great example too, because it's almost the exact same situation where he was right. a cult for life, essentially, and then went to the Broncos for was it two, three years to win a Yeah, I think like two or three seasons. Yeah. Um so I I just think as and and I've always, you know, I also haven't like worshipped Brady in the sense that like like I've worshipped him as an athlete on the field. Off the field, I know that he's been in my eyes, like a little, a little like phony or funny. There's like the, you know, pairing himself up with this like snake oil salesman and Alex Guerrero, like, you know, selling concussion water and all these types of things, um, you know, sort of like Tony Robbins type. Um, you know, he's always been someone that is like wanted to be friends with celebrities and things like that. So like off, like off the field stuff, like he's always been like a little bit of like a, an odd duck. Um, but on the field, like he's just the ultimate competitor. Um, and he, the thing that separated him from like a guy like LeBron or even Jordan was his level of humility. Like he was never the guy to pat himself on the back or, mm-hmm. or give himself the credit, which again, I always respected and admired. And just for him here to leave out, you know, seven paragraphs about, um, you know, talking about the, uh, you know, Robert Kraft puts out a statement saying that Tom Brady is basically like a family, me- like an immediate family member of his, and he gives a paragraph about uh, the Glazers, the ownership of the, the Bucks, and like yeah. no mention of, of Kraft at all. Brady's too smart and too calculated a guy um, to leave that out. And even yeah. like you mentioned Michigan earlier, like he didn't like playing at Michigan. He hated his time at Michigan because they didn't give him the like it's obviously a part of his story 
But like yeah. he didn't like playing at Michigan because he wasn't given the opportunities that he um, thought that he deserved. So like, yeah, I yeah, he could have been he could have been a much higher draft pick, and and people thought he should have been like even in, in halfway through like his Michigan career and stuff like that. Right. So I so I I stand at and I, and you know I I've definitely cooled down a little bit, but and then and then even the um like the I thought it made it worse like the 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 screenshot repost of a story. Uh, it was the re- it was the screenshot repost of um, Kraft's statement, yeah, yeah. and it said, you know, grateful forever, like love you, Pat's nation. Like yeah. to me, that means that, like, like that's just like a, to me, that's like a slap in the face. Yeah. Like, and and unless, and I said it today to people that were like, you know, that were in my DMs, it's like unless we get, um like a one day retirement, like something at Gillette, like this is going, this is for me going to follow me, like follow my like thoughts of him. Like it was already sort of like dampened a little bit with just the fact that like, I was really hoping that Brady like finished his career with one team. I know that, you know, sort of was out of his control. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's again, tough he, had, he had an opportunity to, take the high road. And I feel like he took the low road today, um, which just leaves me extremely disappointed with him um, as like someone that I looked up to, you know, that, that you looked up to, like, you know, he, we were talking like last week, like, it's like, you know, your Mount Rushmore of athletes. Like for me, it it was like David Ortiz and Brady were like number one and two for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, this just leaves, a sour taste in my mouth because I know he's smarter than that. And it, and to it, it, and I told you today too, like if this wasn't, if I didn't have like the personal connection to the Patriots and to Tom Brady that I do, like I would fucking respect this level of petty if it was done on purpose, because I am a petty person. I love that. Like I love when, you know, people do things like that, but the fact that he's doing it to me and he's doing it to like a fan base that I like root for and, you know, have stood in, you know, six inches of snow and, and frozen rain to, you know, just watch him go by and celebrate with him. Like, um, you know, those moments are there and I'm very grateful for like the winning and, and, you know, the, uh, the success over the years. And, um, you know, I'm sure I'll still get a little teary eyed at like the career montages and things like that, but, um, yeah, it's crazy. The Malcolm Butler interception was seven years ago today, like stuff like that. Yeah, when I was talking about like the 2014 season, which is like sort of when this like split with uh, like Belichick started to happen. Yeah, that was the Jimmy G draft. He drafted Jimmy G. Like, um, I was like, shit, that's been like, you know, yeah, seven years ago now. But um, um, my, but yeah, my just, ultimate, just ultimate spin zone that I don't it think is true, but is now like just us talking about it being like how smart and how like calculated social media has been is that yeah. this was, this was on, it was an oversight, not an oversight, but an oversight on purpose where there is going to be a one day contract thing that's already been in the works or um, a specific either montage post last episode of man of the arena, whatever, some sort have some sort of straight, just straight Patriots, like no other like bucks, no other family, no other like outside influences, but just straight Patriots. Like, thank you coming down the line, which again, I don't think is, I I've said today, like, I don't think that's happening, but as we talk about how calculated this is and, and how intentional things are, I could see that being the case where there's some sort of separate, completely separate, completely different day um, sort of tribute to the Patriots slash like himself um, 
during it would have to be there. big i i don't think like it would it would have to be bigger than another instagram post yes it would have to be yes it would then because yeah, now my, every instagram post opinion, feels fake in my opinion it just sounds reactionary like yes. the, the repost of the the robert Kraft thing today reactionary like like and i do as much as i i do think that they and when i say they i mean like the brady camp mm-hmm. um so in listening to to um zolak and bertrand today uh, who again like zolak himself like super respects brady um you know i would consider like he's a super informed like you know person when it comes to football and patriots and you know is you know uh like he he trends the line between like fan and then like you know alumni and, and former player and he obviously like uh does the broadcast for the um the team but like he he's still like you know like he even he was like hurt by today's message because it's again it's a farewell chapter of your nfl career playing career um and he said you know that this these things you know seem reactionary there was a he he was getting some messages that um uh that they that their camp like woke up this morning and saw the reaction and were like a little bit surprised by it um which like to me that doesn't make sense to me um there were also people um this was something that uh that felger had shared was like that he went out to dinner uh the week after the uh, week four game with someone from brady's camp and they asked them about like the uh uh the booing that happened when brady took the field mm-hmm. um the way sort of felger described it was like he was he was the guy he was you know or the person he was meeting with was like hey what was up with that booing like as if they sort of took like a little bit of like offense to to the Patriots, like, you know, or Patriots fans, like, you know, not being appreciative of him. Um, But for me, it would have to be something, something big. There was also reports today that, uh, you know, the team, which again, like is because again, if it's something like another Instagram post or something like that, it's like, you don't even know if it could, if it's coming from Brady, it could just be coming from his, his team. Uh, Cause there were reports today that like, he's already bought out, like he basically bought out a front page ad in, like tomorrow's like Boston globe or something like that. Yeah. Um, to me, I view that as like, that's his marketing team, like, like reacting yeah. to, to it because one, it's like the newspaper, like, you know, who the fuck reads that anymore. Um, and like, you know, this Instagram post like had a far more of a reach, but um, yeah. Like I said, yeah. it's either so calculated and they have something planned and, and on top of that it would have to be so calculated while also miscalculating the response. Like maybe they thought like, they wanted it to draw up some like mm. attention. The fact that he missed it out, but didn't think it would be to this level, um, mm. which again would be surprising given everything in like his social media history. Um, to not think of everything, but he's you know, too, if there is a one day con- like a one day contract, I think would 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 basically clear up everything for most fans. Like I think they would mm. just be like, okay, whatever. He's because that means he's going to the hall, like guaranteed. I think either way, I think you can go into the hall as a patriot, like. So um, the NFL technically doesn't do it like the MLB. I've always thought that they do it like that too, but it's just yeah, a bust yeah. of you. You're, you're not like wearing yeah. oh, okay. like any of your gear. But again, it's like if like it makes you think like, you know, uh, Hall of Fame speech, like, you know, is it going to be, you know, I did the math. That today. was my next thought too, was like, would he wait till a Hall of Fame speech? And then it was just going to be like basically – 
you know, a quick word about Tampa and like a gushing of Patriot stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, and again, you only have like five or 10 minutes there. So it's like, like the math is he's, he's spent like 91% of his career in new England, 9% of it in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's even higher than it sounds like I thought, but it's, yeah, I would it expect, like I would expect a proportionate like response again, even if he fucking hates Belichick to his guts, which like, I don't necessarily think it's that strong, but I do no, think you know, Belichick would be content. at the hall of fame and, and give like a no, of course, crazy of course good speech, he'll... like super complimentary yeah. of him. Of course he'll be there. And yeah. They'll, again, they'll, they'll be able to play, you know, politician and, and, you know, kiss and make up and, and make it seem like there's no problem. Um, but like, if I, I, I hear people when they say like, Oh, you know, this is coming and this is coming and things like that. But it's like, if, if Brady didn't think forward enough that this statement like wouldn't cause the impact that it, that it did um, like, then I don't know, like if he thought that this was acceptable to go out and like, to just leave Patriots fans like hanging um, I don't know how you can expect, you know, for him to focus his man in man in the arena final episode on it, or, mm-hmm. you know, for another like video to happen or, you know, like is, is Brady, you know, anytime soon going to come back and get retired into the Patriots hall of fame. Like I can't imagine him doing that. If, if again, if he, if, if he this thinks, is intentional, he, he purposely was leaving him out for that reasoning. Yeah. Right. I just, I don't see how, how he does that. But um, so that's the part that disappoints me because again, like I give, I know Brady is smart. Um, you know, people telling me like, again, um, you know, I had people in my DMS today saying like, well, you know, well, maybe he just like hated his entire time playing in new England. And like, that's why, like, maybe you're just like delusional and like he hated playing there all along. And I'm like, again, like that's just not based in reality because everything like that's come out about when he left new England was that like, he wanted to stay like, yeah, it was basically a question of like, how little is Belichick going to pay you to play here? And like, Brady was at 25 million. Belichick was at 12 and Brady was like, well, I don't want to play here that bad um, yeah. to like, you know, be so underpaid and undervalued and underappreciated. Yeah. And, the, um, and people always bring up the weather and it's like, uh, yeah, he obviously would hate the cold, but the, the warm weather team didn't come into consideration until he was already gone. Like he only listed warm right. weather team. Cause like, if you're going to leave, you might as well pick a, like a warm weather city, but it wasn't like he was leaving. He was, of Tampa that. Bay was on a short list. I mean, uh, Tennessee was on a short list too. And it's like, um, you know, that's not a warm weather city. No, um, not in the same way, but it's also not New England either. But. No, it's not. But I'm just saying like to, to think that he was just like, you know, totally. That's the reason why he's leaving. Yeah. With, right. Yeah. Like, but again, so those people, like, I, I understand like this happens a lot of times, which frustrates me, um, is when I understand people's tendency to overreact. Um, I don't think that people's reaction to this today is an overreaction. Um, no. And they in a, in, on the contrary, or it, like normally when there are reactions to this, I get frustrated because it, it, it is very easy for people to stand there sort of like on their high horse and be like, this isn't like, this isn't a big deal. Um, maybe that's what I thought you were doing this morning, which is why I got like pissed off. But like, um, like it's very easy for people to to be like, oh, like, I don't know, like, I don't know what you're so upset about. Like, mm-hmm. um like, cause I had people saying that to me today. It's like, well, like, I don't know why you think this is such a big deal. Like, it's very easy for someone to be like, you know, be like, this doesn't affect me. So I'm not going to care. And I'm going to tell everyone else that it does affect that. Like, 
you're overreacting. Yeah. Um, and you see that a lot and like, you know, it's very, you know, easy. And there are people that do like believe, say that and not just say it's the fact and they, they, they believe it to be true. But like, if you're that ingrained in sports, like it's impossible to ignore, like it, it would be very hard maybe back in the day, but like, it'd be very hard to follow sports as much as we do and not get wrapped up in the stuff outside of sports that's sports related like it, that's the whole uh, the whole essence of the pod like you know you nailed it you you 100% nailed it it's like then why the fuck do we care like well like why yeah. if i if this isn't supposed to like elicit like a sense of like betrayal or like feeling like well I mean, we like, just broke down what his hall of fame speech is going to sound like right well i mean again it's like you know how much how much time in my life have i like watched him play like, I mean, I'm, I'd be afraid to do the numbers on, like, the amount of, like, amount of my life has been spent watching, like, Patriot that, I meant to or uh, consuming NFL content. Like, that would scare me. I've probably lost, like, several years of my life to NFL Sundays. Um, but it's like, if, if I'm not supposed to care, then, like, what the what's the point? I just don't understand that. So I, well, here's, I think here's a good are... quote. I don't know who it's a, a girl. I imagine around the same age mm-hmm. saying I've been alive for 9,247 9, days and 1,286 of them in which almost all of them. I don't remember were spent without Tom, Tom Brady, the NFL. It's only 1,286 days out of 9,000 days being alive. I was talking to someone on my discord who's, tw- who's turns 20 this year. Mm-hmm. They've never they've they haven't been alive when he hasn't been on the Patriots essentially like that's up for the last like two years, um, yeah. or or just in the league in general. So it's like that is an absurd amount of time, especially if you follow it as closely as us. And it's it's a year round thing, not just a whatever it is September. Right to again for me for me like again I'm not a, I'm not a big TV guy like I don't watch a ton of TV. Mm-hmm. I'm not a reality show person. So like this is my like this is the thing that I consume and it's like, this is what I've been raised to consume. It's what I enjoy. You know, I'm not just, I'm sure back in the day, it was much easier to be like to separate yourself from what was going on behind the scenes because you had less access to these people. And it was just sort of like, okay, you go to sleep before the Red Sox game finishes. You wake up in the morning, you check the newspaper. Okay. The Red Sox won. boom, you know, like here's the next game tonight. Like, um, but now you like, you know, more of the players, you know, you didn't know the players until they retired and wrote a book. Like that was like when you learned about your, your favorite player. Yeah. Yeah. The, and, the and now, and now you develop such a relationship with them, um, for something this, like, again, what I continue to say is, is in my opinion, I, I find it hard, it, impossible to not be calculated and like per, on purpose. Yes. Now we're just um, trying to figure out what was the purpose to spite them or is the purpose to set up some grand right and even that would be fucking like sociopathic like to be like i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna i'm gonna uh like uh i'm gonna uh i'm gonna you know break your kneecaps just so that way like you're on one knee like you know like i um that would just be sociopathic and i just think like you know for, for brady to do that and to just show like such little like care and, and gratitude despite you know whatever his like, you know, person that handles his Instagram is, is saying um, like, that's just, that's beyond me. So again, for me, it's going to take, it's going to take, you know, some, it, it's going to, it's going to hurt for a little while and it's going to take some, um, a, a good gesture, you know, of, uh, um, of gratitude and appreciation mm-hmm. towards Pat's fans. Because again, like if he's, if he's 
even from a business sense too. It's like, you know, like he wouldn't be selling $65 t-shirts that say his last name on it. If it wasn't for Patriots fans, TB 12 is still in Patriots place. Right. And right. Never open. Like Ferguson level, like protests, like, you know, (laughs) I I wouldn't be surprised if that comes out. People were there just like throwing rocks at it. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, so I like, as a businessman, like, you know, like Michael Jordan didn't like, you know, shit on Chicago, like on the way out, you know, when he was done playing and like, you know, leave his fans high and dry. So, um, so we'll see. Um, I guess now we can sort of, I, I appreciate you, you know, sharing your take on it. Um, Cause I know we come from a little different places, but at least again, we can agree on that. We both think that this was um, Brady's too smart to like, not have like, you know, had some it sort wasn't of, an oversight that no yes. one of the nine like there wasn't a tenth slide sitting there that they front the post right so. right and again like yeah and it, and it's a question too like if you want to debate like if he had if he had put one sentence in there like it goes without saying like you know how much the patriots and like the new england community mean to me like it's just a footnote like, it's just like see article two years ago right. it's like a, it's well, like a like URL that's, for that article <laughs> right like that's the debate like i could see people debating that it's like well if you put that in there like would mm-hmm. that have been enough would that have sufficed patriots fans um i just think something like this where it's your farewell chapter to the nfl it should have reflected the amount of time you spent in the NFL. And mm-hmm. as I said, it was like 91% Patriots, 9%. Um, I saw people doing that Jersey breakdown when they show the picture, like when, when like BR football, like BR or whatever, like Bleacher Report yeah. puts out a picture. And it's like the Bucks Jersey on one side, the Patriots Jersey on the other side. And someone's mm-hmm. like, can we just shift the line over? So it's just like a sleeve of the Bucks. I and hate the whole Patriots things. Jersey. Yeah. I hate yeah. those things. And, and even like, again, do you remember? I think it was, when was it? Do you remember all the speculation when I think it might have been the game before the Kansas City game in 20, the year we last won the Super Bowl when we went into Kansas City? And remember when he posted the picture, it was like of him in black and white, like walking towards the stadium. Well, you couldn't tell if he was walking away from the stadium or if he was walking towards Mm, the stadium. That sounds familiar. Like, Um, yeah. And like everyone like freaked out because like of the caption and they were like, is he retiring? Is he announcing that he's leaving? Like, you know, is this his last game if he loses? Um, Like something like that. That's what I expected for the photo. Not, not a like, Hey, we beat you guys in this game. Like, let's yeah, it is. It does add a lot. But again, like, like I said, it's, it's so calculated that like, I mean, I'll hold out, like, not that it changes much for me, but I'll hold out for the fact that it's some part of some bigger grandiose announcement. Um, yeah, that something's again, coming, but like again, we, we have the whole man, the whole man in the arena thing's throwing my head for a loop. Like, when's that gonna drop? Like I said, I haven't seen any episodes either. Neither um, have so I. I don't know even, even that. Like, like, how many because they're about the Super Bowl, that. so like most of it's gonna be right. Patriots related, right? And this one, they've already done nine of them, so like, uh, or or ten of them, so like, I, I think they've already done this. 10. I think this is the tenth episode. Okay, so maybe this last one, like, will be, but again, that sort of sets it up for it to be like a Bucks Super Bowl, yeah, true, so, yeah, um. So yeah, I don't know what to expect. Even with the like, I've seen people be like, "Well, he's you know, if he does it, if he does a man in the arena about it, like, does that make up for it?" And it's like, well, how many people are like watching ESPN? Like, how many people are subscribed to ESPN Plus? Like, watching that stuff? I don't know. I mean, I'm a massive Patriots fan, and I haven't watched a single second of it. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm holding out hope that we get something um, to come. Obviously, you know, I haven't really checked in on what's been happening in um, you know the past like several hours just because I've been working. So um you know who knows but as of you know i was 
I was hurt today and uh, you know, that's uh, you know, that that'll sting for a little bit, but um, if we want to talk about like on the field sort of stuff um, I, you know, had some questions just about like his time here that just sort of summarize it. I mean, we could go on and on like talking about like our um, you know, Brady's history. And again, you know, you can watch all the montages you want and, and, you know, break the tissues out, but um, we'll start with just what's our favorite um, favorite moment of, of Brady's career, whether that's a game, a victory, a comeback, um, or something you know different that I'm not I'm not thinking of. Um, and I'll 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 uh, let you go first for that one. Um, yeah, it's got to be a Super Bowl, just because of you know there was a lot of them and what they mean. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's not the first one, even though it's weird because the first one to me um, is funny because you know it was Rams Patriots. Yeah. Um, there, but. I, I, you, one that comes to head, I, I think it's the second one. Um, and it's, you know, on the stage celebrating. It's like the him looking up like, un, like unbelievable or whatever doing it. But mm-hmm. I'm also, it's, it's so hard because my head's just so thrown off from the Malcolm Butler one because of it being today. Like I've seen so many highlights of that. That's like the only thing I can think of when you sit thinking best moments, which is funny because again, not Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously leading to even get to that moment. Um, but, you know what? I, I'm changing my answer now because now I'm thinking Super Bowls. I'm, it's got to be 28 to three because it, it is, it epitomized, I feel like my entire rooting interest in the Patriots, mm-hmm. just in general, of, of sitting in a room. Like I was at a friend's house with people, most of the people I didn't know. And, you know, some, some big into football, some just there because it's a Super Bowl party. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like dying on the inside, but also being like, this is about to be like the greatest like comeback in NFL history sort of thing. Like I have, like, it's funny because Twitter, I have tweet receipts of me saying like, as soon as we score in the second half, like it's, it's over, like we're coming back or whatever. And like, I was mm. never like down on out. So, cause to me, that is like that comeback was the perfect kind of summation of Brady and Belichick at the same time. Like mm-hmm. the, what the way the defense played in the second half and the way Belichick always had like some edge coming out of halftime combine that with Brady, like, being able to lead a comeback and like a th- what's up Mahomes at 13 seconds or whatever. And like in all this stuff. So yeah. we'll say that Super Bowl because it was the most improbable. And I think it just some, some summarizes like the entire legacy of him as a Patriot sort of thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a good answer. It's, it's up there for me. Um, mine has to be um, you had mentioned it, the um, Super Bowl 49 Patriots versus the Seahawks mm-hmm. um, that I think to this day, might be like the best all around football game that I've ever watched. Um, like when you talk about like defense, offense, like mm-hmm. all of that, um, obviously the ending is fantastic and it like didn't necessarily like have much to do with Brady. Like he was off the field at the time. Um, but just like his ability, no, no team had come back and won a game uh, when being down 10 points in a Super Bowl, like ever. Um, you know, Brady's done it twice now. Um, but that was the first time that it was ever done. Um, and, uh, going up against that defense too, like that was the, the Seahawks that had just won a Super Bowl. They were going to be like the new, like the new dynasty in the NFL, the Legion of boom. Um, you know, they were only averaging, like, you know, they're only allowing like just over two touchdowns a game, um, you know, during that season and, and in the playoffs and, um, to have that comeback, you know, together and just like the um, up against that defense, like four touchdowns, like, and it was also um, 
a game that like it snapped a decade without Super Bowls, which like I know, you know, people listening to this who like haven't watched one yet, like, you know, that there there were big questions. And obviously that sort of started to spiral into some things, but you know, that was, you know, it had been 10 years since winning a Super Bowl, and there were a lot mm-hmm. of questions about like, you know, how many how many years left are we gonna, you know, continue this duo of uh of Tom Brady and um and Bill Belichick. So um that one for me, like I just like the the execution at with like, you know, and he had a couple picks in that game, but like, again, finished with four touchdowns, like the, the execution in which like some of the key crucial like throws were, were made, like, you know, Edelman catching passes um, and just getting like destroyed by camp chancellor, like, because there's such a, a small um, window of, of, of error, um, you know, the touchdown that he like, uh, what through to Edelman and um, you know, where they tried that play before and it didn't work. And, you know, the touchdown to Amendola in the back of the end zone or the the ball to, uh, to Gronkowski, like over the linebacker, like it was just like, to me, just like a textbook, like football game. Like if you want to, you want to show someone like how to like what good football looks like, you, like you'll, you'll show them that game. Cause it just really felt like from start to finish, it was like a fantastic game. So that, that, that's up there for me for, um, for the best one, your, your, your games in, in the top three. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hard when you have that many, like, it's, you know, it is it's difficult like that pick, many but... Super Bowls, like, like how do you not say like one of the, we didn't mm-hmm. you know, I mentioned it quickly, but none of the first three Super Bowls or, or mm-hmm. even, you know, at times, even the last one, like the, the, I saw the clip going viral again, cause it, you know, it was a couple years ago now, the, mm-hmm. was it three or four straight, like fourth down conversions or third down conversion long against the chiefs. Like, yeah. against the, that chiefs game. That, yeah. To send, up, it to, to send yeah. it to overtime to then go on and win. Um, that's up the there. Um, yeah. Even yeah. again, we're not talking like super bowl here, but um, if you go back, because again, you know, we were very young when this happened, but I don't necessarily remember. I remember like the field goal because that was like, but the the Brady like tuck rule game tuck rule yeah like, I thought that's where you're gonna head yeah that um like even Brady like you know scrambling into the end zone and like the picture of him like spiking the ball in the snow like like that was sort of like the game that like made Tom Brady mm-hmm. um and that's like a that's a, a really good one and even yeah, the, so first, the, quotes, first... the, the Belichick quote like he has shown in practice like he's gonna start the Super Bowl um, yeah and this is yeah. the first one obviously and then goes on to win it against and then the you know even turf. even the Super Bowl like you know because uh all of the John Madden, you know, love when he passed away, like everyone was sort of reposting the clip of like the Patriots getting the ball with 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter of the first, you know, of their, you know, that Super Bowl win against the Rams and, um, you know, uh, Pat Summerall and, um, and John Madden are like, you know, we really think like Brady should just clock it here and like just play for overtime. And like, he just marches the team down the field with one timeout um, and is able to secure the win. So um, so yeah, that's up there for me. Uh, next one. I know we talked about it a lot here, but, um, basically what, what was your either least favorite moment, or I put like Brady's like biggest tool bag moment of his career. Um, for me, I'll put this, um, again, it's, it's just up there for, for me, um, like this retirement sort of like botched announcement just because, um, whether it's the leaving out the Patriots fans or having it leak ahead of time and us just having to like play like you know will he won't he for a week basically was was pretty tough and it's not usually how brady does things if he if he doesn't do anything to like make up for it this will be you know by far you know my leading um example and there are a couple um that i you know 
tried to decide between, but this is this is up there because I just think it's like below him. So mm-hmm. I would agree. Like I, I think that, that the go to answer without with I think even regardless of recency bias is this. Um, and I could like I said I, I after we talked I kind of stay away with it. I think for me um, it's any time Alex Guerrero is involved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it just has Good been one. messy regard like on field off field um mm-hmm. you know him Trouble. being in the locker room like other players like i think saying it wasn't like they weren't really comfortable around him um in with the some of like the medical advice that he would give which would contradict with like the advice that belichick and the trainers would give yeah, yeah you have you have team doctors team trainers there for a reason like understandable mm-hmm. like i think most most um you know highly successful athletes will, will have their own personal trainers and own trainers they work with while also respecting you know team doctors stuff like that um you know it leads to the 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 tom first time documentary and he's in it like the massaging stuff and just seems I, weird he's like in the house with the kid and like you know the sound getting, the sound of him getting that leg rub, leg rub down will never escape my like yeah brain. yeah like, which I, obviously I leads to the, the kissing son thing which you know i like i don't really care about like whatever um but it's just like anytime no, just that alex burrow has been involved in something well, it's not really like you said i think you were this tool bag it's not really tool bag but it was just like that was always the weird part of you know brady like you said you would mention at the start like the concussion water um tb12 method and then like again he was thanked in the 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 retirement today so it's just like anytime alex guerrero has been mentioned or involved i feel like has has never been a positive thing for either brady or the patriots so um for me it's i've i've never been um one of ag's biggest fans no neither neither have i i one of the things i um you know a connection to him was like uh you know and he and, and Guerrero's like had his like medical license like stripped like once before um and you know there was the whole thing like maybe like 10 years ago now where uh um they were selling like Brady Guerrero had like developed a concussion water which like if you drank it like was supposed to um either heal or prevent like your uh, sell from getting concussions and Brady was like endorsing it, which is like, you know, not, not FDA like certified and terribly dangerous. If like people are just like going back into games, but drinking this water thinking it. So um, yeah, it, it, he has definitely played. It's, it's such a like double-edged sword because like he's probably played as long as he has been with, because of Guerrero. Um, well, that's why I would say it's, it's, it, the, but he's also gotten a lot like weirder. He's also gotten a lot like weirder as like a person in my opinion like sense connecting with Guerrero mm-hmm. um, yeah whether whether it works or not like it's 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 hard when the result like his results specifically are there it's like for him mm-hmm. to be like the poster of like the tb12 method it's like regardless of whether it's weird pseudoscience or not like mm-hmm. it's it's very hard to say it doesn't work when he's as successful as old and as like just like just such a w- weird rare situation that's mm-hmm. like it must it almost like must be true like it must whatever they're doing must be working where yeah. really it's probably some combination of him just being like super like strict on himself and and, and maybe some of the methods work i don't know mm-hmm. i still eat tomatoes so yeah true and even though i don't like them that much like the uh, the avocado ice cream and all that <laughs> stuff yeah um so next one is uh of all the records you know that there, there's been a lot of them over the past uh, especially two seasons that brady has uh has broken um do you have a favorite you know that stands out to you as like the you know when you see especially now that he's retired like all those graphics going up with 
you know, his favorite, uh, you know, all these records that he holds. Mm-hmm. Is there one that specifically stands out to you? I wish I could find um, one of the few, like that you were saying that went viral um, because there are some that have just such ridiculous, like gap mm-hmm. over the next person that, that it's, it's funny. It almost makes you like chuckle. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you cut off like half his career, like he'd still be the record holder for some of these stats. But for me, I'm going to com- somewhat combine two. Um, and cause they also go with like my favorite moments is the mm-hmm. including playoff and regular season, most game winning drives and most fourth quarter comebacks. Mm-hmm. I know like regular season, I think Peyton still has it, which, you know, we'll get to Peyton in a, in a second with the last question. Um, yeah. but just like, cause I think that is like the epitome of what makes like him a, a different level. Like you could have mm-hmm. the, the what 2007 season with Randy Moss, like where they're just crushing teams, but that like, you don't have the, the Super Bowls that he has if you don't have the game-winning drives and fourth-quarter comebacks. And, like, just to be mm-hmm. first in both. And I think the game-winning drives is, like, pretty substantial margin um, from what I know with playoffs included. Yeah, um, that. That yeah. was one of the ones I saw did, did go viral. Like, he like because I think someone was talking about, like, the it, was, it came out after the Mahomes-Allen game. Um, mm-hmm. Just, like, how far Brady is above everyone else in, in, in game-winning drives. Yeah. Um, it's just like that one, like, cause I think it just means the most. And again, summarizes his career the most of didn't matter what, like I saw a picture today too. It was whole, like, how do I tell my kids Brady won every single one of these games? And it was the 28 to three. It was like losing to the chiefs. It was the, probably yeah. the, the, you know, the Seahawks Super Bowl as well. And it was just I did sc- see one the, of those. The, the, like, it was the, it was all you could yeah. see was the score. And how it's much like, a, yeah, show, left. show someone like these six games and like try telling them that yeah. Brady was one of them. Yeah. yeah so I think that was like yeah. to him to a T and like what made him like different. That was always one of my favorite aspects of him was just like the, and it's, it's, it's has completely like, uh, tainted like my view of like quarterbacks like today. It's like, that's a big thing for me mm-hmm. is like, you know, how do they play when they're losing? Like, you know, if, if, like one of the things we talked about with Mac Jones this year, it's like once we basically went down like 10 to 14 points, like the game is over. Like, yeah. so that's like a sort of like a learning curve thing that I look for in quarterbacks. For me, it's pretty simple. It's just like he's played 22 seasons. He was in 10 Super Bowls. Like that's just like a, you know, spending half your career making it to the big game. Um, you know, even Jordan, who's like the, you know, argued as like the greatest athlete of all time like he you know only made it to six super bowls like you know lebron has made it to um i think 10 but he's like has a negative record in in them um so but just brady making it to 10 super bowls like you know in what i view is as like the hardest position in all sports um like that's just like an absolute like that's just it's just crazy to um to see that he's played in like you know, 10 Super Bowls and in um, two of the ones that he lost, like he left the field with the lead, basically. Like, you know, he he was, he was when he left the field, he was winning the game um, yeah. and it was like the defense that gave up the lead. So, um, so yeah, that's just like, you know, that I just feel like that is just a, a crazy stat. Yeah, um, there was one that went with that too that I did see. This is one of the ones I was trying to think about, but people were talking about how the Chiefs have gone to four straight AFC yeah. championship games and it kind of goes overlooked because they hosted them. Um, mm-hmm. So that's like the stat that's going around. It's like they hosted four straight, which hadn't been done before. Yeah. Um, but there was a stretch in the middle with the Patriots that the Patriots went to eight straight, hosted four of five in the middle, somewhere in that stretch, hosted four, like four and almost four in a row, but mm-hmm. eight straight AFC championship games. Um, and this is in the era of, we'll get to the quarterbacks, but like there was 
I mean, we'll, we'll, we we see it kind of now with the young quarterbacks that are coming through. There was an era where it was there was a hefty amount of AFC quarterbacks that were good, and 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 in any other year would or in any under other decade or something like that would be, you know, the goat or whatever mm-hmm. um, that he was dealing right, with. The, and still went and still went to like eight straight. Right, the three. You know, everybody talks about like if you were to cut Brady's career up into thirds, like he has three separate like Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, three separate Hall of Fame careers, like. If you were to eliminate like two thirds of his entire playing career, yeah, um, and, if, and if you eliminate him from that, it's like Peyton would have been like the greatest of all time, or in the middle, like Breeze mm-hmm. would have been like the best of all time, or, or towards the end, Rogers would have been considered one of the best of all time, which they yeah. still are, but like they're always going to be in that shadow, right? For for me, like again, it's it's just the winning, like that's my favorite stat at the end of the day, like yep. you know, is the win column, like that's. That is my favorite. Um, you know, I, I'm a super competitive person. I feel like I, um, you know, Brady, that was always one thing that I respected about Brady was like the, um, you know, the, the will, just the drive. Like he, again, one of the most humble people, you know, that we've seen play the sport at his level. Um, but all like, just like a killer, like when he like walks out there, um, you know, there's a great article. If you subscribe to the athletic, um, um, from Jeff Howe, who's like a local, you know, Boston guy. Um, and, and the article's titled, there's been no greater winner than Tom Brady. And a couple of the things that he references, um, you know, he has more Super Bowl victories than any franchise. Um, and his 35 playoff wins are more than Joe Montana, six, who has 16 and Steve Young, who has 14 combined. Um, and it's probably, you know, it's realistically maybe something we'll never see in our lifetime. Like I, you know, we talked about the, um, uh, the chiefs and the article also says to put Tom Brady's numbers in perspective, um, if Patrick Mahomes avoids injuries, slumps, roster reconstructions, uh, to maintain his career averages right now, which are like best in the league, um, he still wouldn't eclipse Brady's pair of celebrating past celebrated passing records until 2036, which would be age 41 for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, with such a big arm and, you know, he, he's like, you know, stuffs the stat sheets, it would take him everything basically going right for him to catch Brady's passing numbers. Um, you know, if he played until 41, like, which yep. is again, just like a, um, clear, like something a- we clearly haven't seen, or if we have like big Ben, like fall there, there is some sort of lack of, physical ability to especially like someone in Mahomes who's running and, and you know takes a lot more hits than Brady was very good at avoiding hits and, and yep. avoiding injuries no, yeah. which is crazy like to think that like all the way back to the Matt Castle year when he was injured like, yeah he missed a, a the fact that he came too, yeah like... he missed the full season and came back mm-hmm. as good if not better yeah too. and that's one thing too like when people talk about like Peyton Manning which again we're gonna sort of get into here like um you know people are like well of course like Brady has better stats than Manning because he missed like you know basically two seasons there was the one that he missed and then there was like the final year that he was such like a carcass on the field and it's like well Brady also missed a full season too like um so yeah really the last question is just like this is more of a general one but um uh I saw a stat today which made me feel real fucking old um was just about uh like Brady's rot Brady's breeze Ben uh Big Ben uh Peyton Manning uh, Philip Rivers and Eli Manning all retired from the NFL now. Yeah. Um, and there's they're basically a, f- there's a, f- a good picture. I'll, I'll, I'll find it while we're talking, but. Mm-hmm. And, and so the, they're ba- basically the quarterbacks that we grew up watching, um, 
you know, I know there were some other ones that were older, like Kurt Warner was obviously like, you know, sort of like on the way out as we sort of started watching um, football. But, um, but yeah, so I threw Rogers in there as well. Obviously I know that he's still playing, but yeah, I feel like he falls into this category as well. Yeah. He's, um, is he 40? I don't know if he's 40, but uh, high thirties. Yeah. He's close, but clearly uh, on the outs anyways, like whether or not he plays the 40, he's still on the outs. Like, so I'm curious if you, for you to uh to rank these and we can go at them uh um yeah it's good <laughs> that's uh, yeah there's a little bit of fun picture in that but um but even like like i liked what brady said too like i liked his part of his his statement was that he's ready to like leave the game and in, in like you know good hands which i always you know like to to see like i, I don't necessarily think that brady will be a guy that's like upset with people breaking his like records which is just like it's what it's it's natural it's what you see as the game mm-hmm. evolves but um so if you want to go i'll let you go first if you want to take it like seven through one um since we sort of like know who the first one is but yeah like what's your so so who's seventh of those seven yeah so, yeah so and you can just take it you you can give me your list and then i'll i'll share mine okay so, oh, so you want me to go full list okay um yeah, seven yeah. i will go with rivers um I think just reflecting on careers, I think that's him and six and seven changed in my opinion. Cause six, I have Eli. Um, uh, so six, five, I'll go big Ben four Rogers, three breeze, two Peyton, one Brady. All right. Let me, uh, I just oh, if you want to write that down or I want to write that down here. Uh, so say that again. So seven Eli, uh, seven Rivers. Sorry. Yeah. Six Eli. Mm-hmm. Five Big Ben. Yeah. Four Rogers. Three Breeze. Two Peyton, and then one Brady. I think that was clear tenth there, but. Yeah. All right. With, I mean, we'll get into a discussion after. I, I'll probably hear your list yeah. first before. Um. So interesting. I. I. I, it was interesting. Um, I just sort of, I went with my gut. I obviously did a little bit of research just to make sure I wasn't like totally off, off base. I, um, but I just sort of went with sort of how I, I described it was like the quarterbacks that I sort of like fear the most, um, mm-hmm. like when playing, that was sort of like the, the tiebreaker that I had. Yep. Um, I think that was kind of me with two of them. Mm-hmm. So I went, I went Eli last. I just yep. think that like, despite Super Bowls, he has like, you know, he, I just think he's the worst quarterback of the mm-hmm. bunch. Um, I know he has records for longevity and things like that, but I just think like, you know, standard of play wise, um, not that great. Um, Philip Rivers, I had as number six. Uh, I had Big Ben as number five. Um, I know he has two Super Bowls, um, but I just, you know, compared to some of the other guys. Um, I had Peyton at number four. Um, I know that, uh, like he might be number two on most lists, but just like the Patriots just sort of like, you know, dominated Peyton, mm-hmm. like during their time playing together. And it just like, wasn't something that I was necessarily afraid of. Um, I put Bree as number three. Like he was a guy that I like really respected, like again, his, um, determination and, and, and fight and, um, you know, obviously the records that he, you know, Brady was able to pass at the end were like astronomical. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I dinged him a little bit just because he played, you know, his entire career in a dome, which like obviously like helps. Um, but he did win a Super Bowl. And like, that's one of my favorite Super Bowls ever was like the 
um, post post Katrina. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Rogers number two. I just feel like he's the he's the most pure thrower of the football that I think I've ever seen. Um, and like he was always someone, and maybe it's because we didn't play him that often, being in separate conferences. But yep. um, like he is someone that I was like when the Patriots and Packers were both in the playoffs. Like I was dying that like I was very much hoping that like the Packers got eliminated. Um, so that way, like the Patriots didn't have to play them in the Super Bowl because I was just always afraid of them. Um, so Rogers at number two and then Brady number one. So again, um, seven through one, Eli, Philip Rivers, Big Ben, Peyton, Breeze, Rogers, and Brady at number one. So um, so obviously we, we differ a little bit. Again, I had a couple different variations of the list. Um, yeah, we both had Eli and Rivers at the end. Um, yeah. I, since, I think since both retiring um, have reflected on that one um, and, and just like I think maybe it's the memes. It's also like just thinking of Rivers just in general. Like I, I heard some, maybe someone talking about it too, like a, a, a either an ex-player or an ex-analyst being like Rivers had chances and he didn't win anything. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like he was on the Jets or something like that, like his whole career. And like, they, you know, would never give it an opportunity. Right. 2004, um, like they had like the best team in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, he was at, at largely at times. Yeah. They had LT and stuff like that. Like at times, like what I always say this, like I miss turning on the games and the witching hour and seeing Philip Rivers throw a pick <laughs> as they're trying to yeah. like lead a comeback. Like that was him though. Like he has a lot of interceptions in crucial moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, never was as much of a winner. Like, as, even though Eli, I think statistics, like just from pure talent wise, if we're if that was the only thing we were judging it off of, is the worst. Mm-hmm. I I still would agree with that. He also wasn't there making mistakes or trying to do something he didn't need to do, and, and got you know good teams, but also bad teams. Like bad teams, like the Giants mm-hmm. teams were not great. They had great defenses, but not great offenses. Mm-hmm. With or without him, he was able to do more with you know, what the situations he was in. Again, part of it was his dad, like, putting him on the team. Yeah. Like, obviously, he would have been on a different team. Um, But, so that, that was what the edge. But, again, like, if you, like, I thought you would go Eli Lassen Rivers, and I would fully agree with it, too, at the same time. Like, those mm-hmm. were, that was a 50-50 flip. I, I went with almost, like, just, like, waiting Super Bowls higher, even if they're not directly because of Eli. And then, and then so I know you're a big, a big Breeze fan. I, I had him above um Peyton Manning. I had yeah. Breeze. Which I had him below, but we both have him at three. Right. So I guess, um, like, what are your thoughts on, on having him like, was that a difficult like decision for you to have Peyton ahead of him? Or was that pretty clear for you? No, it was, it was, it was clear. I mean, you still had, I think the saints, like we'll talk about Rogers too. Like I think the, the saints and the Packers are two of the biggest, like fumbled the opportunity to be in way more Super Bowls than they were. Yeah. Um, so I think that like knocks them a little bit again, like this is like going back to like that Brady, just like winning. Like mm-hmm. shit, like puts him like way higher on list just because he actually ended up winning everything. Yeah. Like <clears throat> Breeze gets pushed up above all of them just because he has the stats and like they were defensive teams, bounty gate. Um, and they weren't, you know, never surrounded with tons and tons of talent. Like I think the most talented like offensive weapons at times were towards the end of his career with like mm-hmm. Kamara, Michael Thomas, and, and and so on. And he still had these records. So clearly talent-wise, he was there. But the fact that uh Sean Payton's gonna be a Hall of Fame coach. Obviously, I would imagine Breeze is gonna be a Hall of Fame oh, quarterback, yeah. and like those are two of the most important positions we'll call it in football. And they they only won the one, like the Katrina one. And I know there was other ones that could have been and stuff like that. So I think it knocks them enough that that's why it wasn't very hard. I would unbiasedly would it'd be hard to put him even second. Like I wouldn't drop him much further. Like if yeah, you for to say fourth, for a while, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like fourth, if you wanted to have Peyton and Rodgers above him, I wouldn't be like, I would, I wouldn't think that was an awful. I, I think he's above Rodgers to me. Because I think again, Rodgers mm-hmm. also falls in the fumbled, fumbled the opportunity to win more, um, category. But right, was yeah, was I'm not gonna like biasly put him second just because I like him a lot. Yeah, I mean Sean Payton, like he he's up there with like, like he's in my top like handful of coaches like in the mm-hmm. league. Like uh, yeah. he's always been a guy that I've um, thought highly of. Um, but yeah, Ro- Rodgers again, like I know. He doesn't have the like the records that a lot of these guys have because he, he also hasn't played as long as a lot of these guys yet. Yeah. Um, and I mean he's he's about to win like his I think fourth um, MVP, um, which would put what him. What if behind. they just give it to Brady now? Like they just like retroactively give it to him for retiring? I would yeah I would love that. <laughs> um, but uh, um, yeah I mean I think that would put him one behind Peyton Manning like for all time like. Um, you know, he's also been on like some teams too that like I've just had like no defense. Um, yeah, I know he he's struggled like choking in the playoffs, but again, like just like uh, just like sort of like pure quarterback wise, like I just thought that he, you know, especially like his entire career being in like you know pretty bad weather and things like that, like um, you know, not that he necessarily had like the toughest like division to 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 battle, but I don't know, he was just like of the quarterbacks on the list, like he was the one that I was like afraid to play the most besides, um, besides Brady Peyton yeah, again. He's, like, he's one of the guys that like the moment never got to him. I don't, I don't think he choked because of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I guess I just dinged them a lot for not actually making like Super Bowls. I know he obviously has them and stuff like that and has like a yeah. great career and went, he has one. Um, but for me, then, <clears throat> for me, the top okay. two are so clear, like mm-hmm. to me. And then obviously breeze for me third, like that yeah. Rogers isn't like, it's like a gap and forth, like a, the gap, between the top five and the bottom two are much larger than any of the other gaps other than Brady obviously being top one, but. And, and Peyton for me, like, um, again, I know I have him at number four. Um, you know, again, he was a guy that, um, you know, has his, uh, his two Super Bowls, but I feel like was really like just dragged to the second, mm-hmm. um, you know, won that one really not because of like anything that he did. It was really because of, um, you know, his defense. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, he, but he has a lot of like the, the records that he has, you know, that, that, you know, for a long time before Brady had that second, like wind of Super Bowls, like there were a lot of people that believed that he, like that Peyton was the greatest quarterback of this generation and like more of a goat than, than Tom Brady. So like, I remember having those arguments mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. That was actually uh, one of the articles I was reading about Brady's records was like, there was a debate for a long time. Now there's not, but Right. Like I remember like when I was looking this up, just like, you know, when I was looking up like quarterback, like rankings, um, like there, there are uh, articles that come up from like 2009 or like 2010 or, or 11 or 12 that have like, you know, Peyton as like the goat and like Brady as like, you know, the third or fourth, like best quarterback. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like that was just a thing where like, I just, just I, I liked your reasoning of like, we played them so much and he lost like so much to us that yeah. like I that, that has fear, to like again yeah but and then and the other but like using that as an example is like i also respect him he could have easily went to an nfc team at any point in his career and probably made like three or four more super bowls because he would have yeah. just ran the nfc mm-hmm. um similar to what brady kind of did in the last two years or what rogers kind of had for a stretch there yeah. um and breeze as well like peyton versus like a breeze like every year i feel like you know, depending on, you know, it's teams, like teams obviously have to win too, but I think like Peyton, like going against Brady head to head, like probably hurt him way more than. Oh um, yeah. And so, I heard a lot of, hurt a lot of guys on those. Yeah. Big ben as well, thing too. We're not even talking about, but. 
Right. Another guy too, like, I mean, another thing that I ding him for a little bit is like um, his like two Super Bowl wins are against like teams that like were kind of like irrelevant. Like, um, you know, you had the Cam Newton one, which again, like he didn't really play a huge part in. Um, but then that Bears team, like that, that Bears team was like not, um, you know, really all that special. Yeah. That... They played the Seahawks that one year and got destroyed. Right. Right. Yeah, when they played uh, like a really good defense or whatever. But again, that was the end of the career and stuff like that. So like it it is similar though. Like Peyton falls in the category of Rogers and and Breeze, who should have probably gone to more Super Bowls, which is it's just like a, a theme, a common theme of this era with Brady and stuff like that. Like teams that probably like our quarterbacks that would have like Joe Montana esque numbers. Like Joe Montana's still got gonna have better like winning numbers than a lot of these guys because they mm-hmm. played with Brady. Like yeah, I saw like today the- that like Montana's still two on most people's list, and it's just like I mean, he has none of the stats. He just happened to, like, win a lot. Right. And then you got to consider, too, like, if, if this was baseball, like, Peyton Manning might not make it into the Hall of Fame. So just a, just a thought. True. Um, that was his wife, a, though, right? Alleg- allegedly. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, we didn't talk about Big Ben, different. but I think he follows us. <clears throat> I don't know if it's a meme or the fact that they always had, like, the steel curtain um, and stuff like that. Like, the other parts of their team were always so good that mm-hmm. it almost dings him, even if I think he is still crazy talented. And obviously he has the – the um stuff off the field too which i think hurts him and then mm-hmm. on the field like just being a meme of being always injured i think yeah. whether he was truly always injured or just like faking it not faking it but like playing into it more mm-hmm. probably hurts him and, and i think he's just comfortably like fifth like he's much better than River, uh, rivers or eli but yeah you know with first... two bulls he still misses out on kind of the top four top four First half of his career, like I, I would have sort of put him like in the same sort of like description as Rogers, where like he was a guy that I was like afraid of, of mm-hmm. playing. Like this, you know, we played the Steelers a ton, like you know, throughout Brady's time here. Um, you know, even that, uh, I forget which Super Bowl it was, but there was like the, the divisional round game, I think, right, where it was like the, uh, um, the Jesse James, like you know, catch. That was the year that they like changed the catch rule, mm-hmm. and like you know, him extending into the end zone, like so. You know, there were, I feel like it wasn't until like the late, like 20 teens that like uh, that big Ben started to like really start to become maybe a reason that they were losing games and not like a reason that they were winning Um, just because like they were stacked at wide receiver. They had great running backs, their defense was good. And like, you know, I just felt like he was the reason that they weren't like getting over the hump. Um, But yeah, for a while there, I mean, he was like a guy that, you know, could, could lead a comeback. And, and, you know, I didn't, I didn't factor in like any of the off the field stuff here, but yeah, of course um, not. And like, I, I, I tried to not focus on like the last like two years of him being like, just like what, like even Peyton, like being washed up and like stuff like that, like try not to factor that in too much um, because like they had an extensive career that, that when they were mm-hmm. in their peak physical shape, that they were good. Um, but yeah, no tough for him too. Like we didn't talk about it, but tough for him to announce his retirement than have Brady completely overshadow it. That is tough. He'll get, it, he'll get like a three minute, like, quick quick speech at, at the hall of fame they're gonna have to hand it over to brady if rogers <laughs> retires though like i mean it, it could end up being the greatest like hall of fame class of all time like i, I mean yeah at least definitely quarterback wise if not possibly yeah, ever i don't know how many people like you know do they set a limit at like how many people that they induct but i got a time but i i just like i don't know if they credit only... to breeze for getting out a year early <laughs> getting ahead of it <laughs> him and rivers getting ahead of it getting out. Um... But uh, not that but yeah, I, think, I, mean, I don't I, think Rivers is Hall of Fame. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting because like, like uh, we all the debate is obviously Eli because he has the Super Bowls. 
um but none of the well talent. even a lot of people talk about like and we can talk about this like next week but like a lot of people have talked about matt stafford like mm-hmm. you know who like has a lot of the numbers but you know until this offseason until this postseason didn't really have any of the playoff success um like was he someone that like could have made it i feel like they're a little um comparable but um but yeah so just uh, it puts brady in perspective again you know despite everything that happened today like I, it doesn't change the way that i you know feel about the the stats like that i was always very loyal and protective of brady's legacy that was always one thing that like you know um like one of the reasons i one of the reasons like if it wasn't for me for me at least it wasn't like a it wasn't an infatuation with like brady and like you know, I want to root for two teams. So I'm going to like, you know, hope that the Bucks win if the Patriots don't like for me, it was like, like I was always very in defense of Brady's legacy. Like uh, it was always from like a very young, like age, like, you know, when it was like, you know, Brady's not, Brady's not that good. Like, you know, he, he, uh, you know, there was talk about like, you know, is Brady a system quarterback yep. or like is, uh, you know, Peyton's better than Brady. Like there were those debates for like five years. Um, and then it was like, is he the greatest of all time? Then it was deflate gate. Like, I've for, for 15, 20 years, I've been defending this guy's legacy um, and, you know, trying to, you know, just basically, you know, in, in, you know, bar, bar debates and things like that, like, you know, with your friends or stuff. Um, So when he went to, when he went to Tampa, like my thing was just like, you know, whatever's best for him statistically, like, we'll just like continue to back up like that. The greatest quarterback of all time played for the, played for my football team. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so that's why I'm like, you know, rooting for him to get the MVP this year. And I think he deserves it. Um, but yeah, so, you know, obviously a Brady centric show here. We'll, we can break more, uh, down, we can break the Super Bowl down and, and, you know, recap the, um, championship round and, um, talk about some of the, the coaching hiring and all of that, uh, next week, but I yeah. uh, wanted to pay homage to, you know, the goat and, um, you know, obviously one of our, uh, favorite athletes of all time. So. Yes. Yes. Like they, like you said, that there's going to be a, not much going on next week um, in general. So it'd be nice to have like the pre Super Bowl um, week being able just to focus on that. <clears throat> and, and we can even like talk about the championship games without probably being coverage. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, with that, you want to get the tweet of the week? Do you want to do yours first or? Yeah, I'll do mine. Um, it's uh, again, pretty, pretty quick here. Um, no, no video or anything. Um, or there is uh, so basically, this guy is a new. Um, oh, let's see. Hold on. All right, you got it now. Yep. Uh, so this is a Lakers game. There's Austin Reeves, who's a. Um, I think he was a draft pick of theirs or a G League affiliate, but he, you know, he he's been getting some playing time due to um some injuries on the lakers and this was a funny interaction that he had with uh lebron who you know again even though i i um you know am not a a fan of lebron's like i i respect his um you know ability and i know that he's like one of the smartest players probably the smartest player that i've like ever seen play basketball um and so there's this brief like interaction that they have like during crunch time of a, a recent Lakers game. And fully engaged every possession, every moment. LeBron, he and Austin Reeves having a conversation. So LeBron's like trying to like break down like you know what defense that they need to run against uh, um, the team that they're playing, and Austin Reeves just has like a. Um, 
you know, first cracked open like the SAT textbook like face on um and as if LeBron's just like speaking another language to him I I sent it to my family and said like this is this is what it feels like when you guys uh like give me directions like on like how to get somewhere without GPS like when when you start mentioning in like uh like north south east or west like when you're trying to say like how do you get somewhere um like that's that's usually my um uh, reaction so that was a pretty pretty simple one for me yeah i saw i saw lebron had fun with it and posted um i don't know if you saw his post on instagram he posted the picture and then had like the next slide be robert downey jr and tom holland yes Um, yeah i did so that was was funny he was playing around with it and he said like don't do anything i would do and definitely don't do anything i wouldn't do yes there's a little gray area but great great clip from the from the movie so yes that was i i did send that to someone and be like this is like the first thing lebron's done in a while that i've liked so um so yeah funny funny moment for me uh for my house twitter free tweet of the week mine is going to be um sports related here um a topic we didn't talk about that we probably will talk about more next week because i don't think it happens for a while or in the future but um so it starts off with just the the shams tweet of the 2022 west all-star starters Steph Curry, John Morant, LeBron, Jokic, and Wiggins. Um, obviously, the first tweet is <laughs> <laughs> uh, this tweet. This picture has been going like super viral recently, which I yeah. love too. It's the uh, army guys with the clowns <laughs> with a gun. Obviously, Wiggins, and then yeah. a great tweet that you'll you'll respect quite a bit. Um, first time Andrew Wiggins takes a COVID vaccine and he's an NBA All Star. The right's gonna hate this, <laughs> which I which, got, which again like if you yeah. can't laugh at stuff, but like uh, made me die laughing. Um, just the Andrew Wiggins, like, again, like we were talking about the all-star voting, like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago of how crazy it was. Like Clay, right, was, like Carmelo, Carmelo Clay was fifth was and he hadn't even come back yet. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, it, it is shocking to see that Andrew Wiggins is, is up there. Um, and you know, he will technically start the all-star game because even though, um, I, I like the new NBA format they do with like, you know, the. The, the teams make the players make it by, by conference so that way mm-hmm. there's the same amount from each conference yeah um, but then they you know the captains will pick pick teams but um yeah that's uh yeah <laughs> that is young, uh, <laughs> George, George, young. Uh, there was another tweet too that was funny it was like Le- someone trying to convince lebron to draft andrew wiggins uh, <laughs> uh but yeah so that was mine like i said i, I thought it was funny because like, again i don't i'm i follow the nba enough like um, he's had a he's he's had one of the best years of his career but it's yes just like, i did see i did see, i had to look it up because i was like is he even playing like there was a chance i was like gonna look up like chance like because i remember the COVID stuff like that he just didn't play this year yeah and like it was like a meme that he got because again it is voting wise mm-hmm. um, right the, yeah the votes get you um like and it's it's not just like fan vote either but like um but yeah no, like you just figure like of a, of a lot of the other forwards that they have in um in the NBA and in the Western conference. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking at some of the tweets. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, not, not a, not a name that you would, uh, that you would come to think. So um, that is uh, that is good. <laughs> Warriors have two all-stars. Of course it is. Stephen Clay me. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll leave it there. Um, there's some good replies to it, but yeah. Well, I'm excited. We'll talk about the all-star game probably more um, in the NBA, just in general ones. Yeah. Coming up. But yeah, so we can leave it there. Um, if you'd enjoy, if you enjoyed the Brady talk, if you whether you're a Boston person or not, I imagine I, I, I said the first thing was NFL fans rejoice. 
um, that Brady's gone, whether you liked him or hate him, just the fact that he's not playing is, is probably nice to see on your right. schedule. You're not going to see him anymore um, in the mm-hmm. playoffs or anything like that. You know, might convince Rodgers to stay another year. Um, yeah. <clears throat> something like that. So, uh, yeah, I think either way, you'll enjoy the talk of it. Maybe you won't like the Patriots gushing at times, but um, if you did enjoy, please go down the link. Second off, go to the link description, leave review, um, and subscribe on all podcast platforms and also the links to Twitter will be there. You can send us tweets for how is Twitter free. Um, and without further ado, we'll see you next time. Peace.